Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Give it up for the drunk women solving crime! Welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime! my new job Ah, drunk women solving crime this is where hot buttered rum meets hung juries baileys meets burden of proof and glugwein meets guilty verdicts (laughs) it's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime please welcome our guest for this episode the legendary comedian presenter pretty much on everything right now london hughes She's come from an unexpected part of the room. Hi. Hi, London. Pass me that bowl. Okay. Oh, Oh, yes. Whoa, you've already been at it. Well done. That's very sleuthy of you. Hi, audience. (laughs) You look all right. Yeah. Yeah, I answered for them. Your best lives. (laughs) This is nice. (laughs) I'm already drunk. Let's do this. (laughs) Live your best lives. Yes. London Hughes, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yep, I have. <laughs> Tell us about it. Now, I know that you guys know about my catalogue. Yes, 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 we do. Do, you know, do they want to know about my catalogue? Do you it. don't know, right? So people that don't know about the catalogue. I got burgled 
as a child in my house and along with my TV and stuff, my parents' TV and stuff, the burglars stole my catalogue, which was cats dressed in fashion. <laughs> so they took the catalogues and it was dre cats dressed in fancy attire. And I drew all them myself. And, and the thing, I know, and they took it all. And I actually rang, I rang my mum before I came here today. Oh yeah. Because I was like, I'm doing this <gasps> Drunk Women yeah. Song and Cry podcast. We've spoken about the catalogue. Do you remember the catalog? Do you remember anything else? There anything I can add to this yeah. story, right? And she said, "Oh, oh my God!" Exclusive. She said, "She said when we got burgled that time because we got burgled four times. I mean, I'm so rich. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, so goddamn rich. So, um, but when we got burgled that time, she remembers me crying about my catalog and my yeah. Tony Blair poster." <gasps> I've met him, we had a thing, he smells like peaches, we've got history. I think we all want to know what a thing is. So basically, <laughs> what a thing. basically, this is what me and Tony, what happened with me and Tony. So basically, <laughs> basically, when he got into power and became like prime minister or whatever, um, <laughs> like I remember that red was my favorite color, right? And that's the color of labor, right? <laughs> And I was in that, I was just a kid living my best life. And <laughs> what happened was when they won, they had this victory bus and it was going around and they were waving the red flags. Like, oh yeah, Labour's in power. Yeah. My mom gave me a Labour flag and I was waving it like red, red, red. Cause I like okay. red. Okay. Tony Blair was on top of this double decker <laughs> bus. He looks down, sees this awesome looking black girl just waving like, yes, yes. He <laughs> stopped the bus and thought, what a great idea for a photo opportunity. No way. Invited me on the bus. Really? I sat on his lap. Really? And he smelled like peaches. <laughs> As well, and from then I've been in love. We've had a thing. Me, he so, he know, he, I was like 12, 12, what? 12, 11? But we had something so strong, not even Cherie Blair could break it. It was proper strong. So wait, and then... And I fancied him from that I from do that believe day. there were and two it's, crimes it's committed in this story. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm, his what chin wrinkles. Not wait, including war crimes. Wasn't he once took... Oh. <laughs> yeah, Don't Janet. talk about my man like that. Don't talk about my man like that. Yeah, Taylor. You don't know. Bush was in his ear. <laughs> he didn't mean all that. It's my babes. It's my babes, Tony. Also, right, wasn't Tony Blair once Torso of the Month? He in was, and I had that poster. Heat magazine. Is that the one? Yes, 2002, yes. So listen, from that moment, me and Tony had a connection. I had a giant poster of him, like this, on my wall on my wall and the burglars took it oh, along God. with the catalogue or they ripped it down and my mum remembers me crying over that and the catalogue. These so burglars, I kind of want to meet these burglars. Yeah, <laughs> if you're out there. Do you know, at the, the beginning of this story, I thought you said uh, your Tony Bear poster. <laughs> oh, he sounds Tony lovely. Bear. Tony Bear, that would be... Tony Bear, the lovely political bear. No. no it's funny, 
Tony Blair, and I reckon like his. I remember just his chin wrinkles were so soft. <laughs> And I remember like snuggling in him. What did he talk him. to you about London? He just said, hello, what's your name? I said, my name's London. He bounced me and my buttocks ricocheted off his knee. <laughs> and I remember being like, oh my God, is this, have I lost, is this, have I lost my virginity? Is this what, <laughs> is this what, it, is this what happens? <laughs> and then something pops, I think it popped. I think it popped. <laughs> Definitely popped. It was great. It was a magical time for me and him. And he remembers me. You couldn't even act like he doesn't remember me. He remembers me. <laughs> but he will now. Yeah, like, he will. <laughs> when he's like front pages <laughs> on the Daily Mail. God. Totally. So yeah. When we asked her, what would you like to say to them now? What would you like to say to them? <laughs> well, the burglars. No, I'm no, like, no, Tony. Tony, Tony, if you're listening, obviously I know you like black girls, so it's not even a question, but I'm available for you, innit? When Cherie's pissing you off, call London. <laughs> That's what I would say. Wow. Thank you. I sort of don't want to applaud it, but like, yes. <laughs> no, applaud it. <laughs> applaud it. He knew, he, we had a connection and he couldn't even deny that. So. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? <laughs> I just, I think you could do better. Like, like, you know, like. Maybe I can now, but 11 year old me, like I had eczema, I couldn't do any better. <laughs> I had really bad eczema. Oh Tony God. was the best I was getting. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel percent. like that crime is as soft as it's gonna get. London yeah. Hughes, that was beautiful. Thank <laughs> you very much. That's all made me very nervous in a way. I'm rereading my notes like, is this is where hot buttered rum meets hung juries. <laughs> okay. Wow, Tony Blair. Mm -hmm. Wait, Torso of the Month? Yeah, he was. Heat Magazine, what? 2002. Heat Magazine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, Is he was, yeah. Very slow month. Okay. Month. No, he's got a great body. Listen, the he he had he's chiselled. He's chiselled. He's chiselled. All right, I'm going to check this out. No, check it out. Sorry to, go, to keep on with Tony Blair, but wasn't there that, that thing of he was on the news and he was being interviewed in his own house and behind him there was a picture of him topless in a frame? Really? <laughs> I didn't watch that episode. You probably framed it. I didn't watch that episode of the news, but I will. <laughs> I missed that episode. I don't know where I was, but I'll watch it. I will okay, watch drunk it. women. Let's Are we ready this. to solve yes. some true crime? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's none truer than that, but mm -hmm. we will get <laughs> additional truths. Okay, I'm going to set the scene. It's Do New it. Year's Eve. And a couple on their way to a party stop at a remote rest area where, to their horror, they discover the scene of a triple homicide. Mm. What's a homicide? <laughs> a murder. That's why you say murder. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just need to, I just need to clarify that. A hom what's a, a homicide? It is, it's just like... You know what, London, it's fancy murder. right. It's a fancy murder. It's a fancy murder. Right, triple murder, I'm with you. Straight to the point with me, babe. Go on, go on, murder, free murder, murder times three, go on. Two bodies are slumped over the dashboard of a car and the windows are still fogged up and a third body is found a distance from the car on the ground. Ooh. All three victims had been shot twice in the back of the head, gangland style. God gangland style? <laughs> I, I mean, we're all big here. Do you know what? All of us. <laughs> we all did that. <laughs> right, no, but it's serious. People I have literally died. wrote that joke down. Oh, oh. did you put which camp will do this? Hey. <laughs> Whatever happened to Sai? All right. All right. Now, based on just that, where and when, what year are we talking LA. about? Oh, what are you trying to say, bruv? 
That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Why LA though? Because they do the, the the gangland shooting. That could be Peckham, babe. <laughs> <laughs> gangland shooting happens everywhere. Are you going with Peckham? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm not trying to be a stereotype. I'm already, <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already the token. I'm not trying to do that to my people. <laughs> so I'm going to say the Jewish community of <laughs> New York City, but the Jewish part. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. So we've got the Jewish part of New York yes. City. <laughs> That's, what I'm gonna, That's what I'm saying tonight, which is... Manhattan, Brooklyn, most of Queens, and some of the Bronx. Yes. <laughs> any, any advances on that? I'm gonna say Peckham. <laughs> Katie? LA, yeah. right? She said LA, she's oh, thinking. I'm sorry. Oh, I okay. should change it, because yeah. I fear that I'm offensive. <laughs> it's all right. Really? You're With fine. the Jewish part of New York? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said Los Angeles. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Suffolk. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, London, you are officially the closest. Yay! We are in New York State, but we are in upstate New York, not far from the Canadian border. And it's Woo! what year? I'm saying 2001. Okay. I'm gonna go 1927. Okay. Um, I'd say because of the severity, I reckon we probably wouldn't go that new, that fresh for uh, the, the murder. So I'm going to say, uh, yeah, 1941. Okay. You are officially the closest. Yes. Wait, Whoa. I can't do maths. It's 1964. You might be the closest. I think I, I'm <laughs> the closest. <laughs> I you know, I'm let's not here. split hairs. The victims are two brothers, Peter and Gerald Egan. And okay, no, can we just confirm that they don't sound like black people to me? So I was just trying to, on behalf of the black community. They are not black people. Yes! <laughs> Because you know, I was touch and go, I was touch and go there. We, we do like to shoot people. <laughs> so I'm happy that it wasn't, carry on, now carry on, it's not about, it's not about us. <laughs> Peter and Gerald Egan and Peter's wife Barbara, Peter and Gerald would, were found in the car and Barbara was on the ground. Uh, question, there was a living witness to the murder found in the car, but the witness can't speak, why not? Oh. I love no, this dog. I, I was dog, baby, dog, baby, dog, baby, dog, baby, dog, oh. baby, dog, dog, baby, dog, baby. I'm gonna get. They've had their tongue cut out just to be a bit nice. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Just to bring it back to LA. Is yeah. that it's good. <laughs> it is indeed a dog. There was a. Uh, there was a Pekingese found in the car. And they're calling that a witness. Exactly. <laughs> How are dogs witnesses? It was Dog called a witness in the article I read. So <laughs> dogs know what they see, though. Like, when if I get out of the shower and I'm naked and my dog sees me, in his eyes, I know he's just like, mm. <laughs> No, you don't know that. He could be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know when he's horror. You don't know. Your no. dog has fur right over its eyes. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's I mean, a shame. It's just a vibe, I get. I, just I reckon your dog thinks you're fit. But. That's why he grew them. <laughs> <laughs> no evolution <laughs> okay <laughs> see I felt like we'd solved the murder because it was a Pekingese and they're very temperamental and very good with a firearm <laughs> what are your first thoughts about this murder though guys um, both uh, sorry all three victims were shot in the back of the head twice 
Is this a random murder? Is this a serial killer? No, it's a revenge thing. Revenge thing. Revenge thing. If there's one thing London Hughes knows. London knows revenge, babe. London knows revenge, babe. It's revenge, that well one. Well done. I need to get the motive I'm getting in, I'm getting in character. Look, I wrote motive with a question mark. Yeah, what is the motive? You are a sharp gal. Thanks, I like babe. this. See, yeah, revenge would be a good motive. That's right. So we need to learn a little bit about these victims. Barbara Egan was described as one of the prettiest girls in her high school. Yeah, but really was she, though? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? She's dead now, isn't it? So I'm sure she was. But that's nice shit you say when they're dead. <laughs> she could have been a munter. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Now let's be real with ourselves, guys. Let's be real. I'm glad this wasn't 2002. Like, it's to me, like all her living let's relatives. But also, have you noticed that every case we do, they specify how hot the woman was? Yeah. Always. They do. Always. It's like Perez Hilton is writing true crime on the side. Like, she was the prettiest in the high school. I reckon it's also the hot. only ones that we hear about uh, because they're hot as well. Yeah, Ooh. they were really ugly on yeah. death. It's like, no one cares. Yeah. They're, they're probably way more yeah. interesting. Well, I, We'll say it now. We're going to find some some crimes involving that some really ugly people. That's what we'll do. <laughs> oh, we'll new, new aim. <laughs> so Barbara um, is very popular. She's involved in all the school activities. That is until she meets bad boy Peter Egan. There's no bad boy called Peter. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't happen. It's not a thing. Uh, Peter real. Andre, London. He's not a bad boy. <laughs> no such thing, honey. No, <laughs> statistically that is incorrect. <laughs> no, 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 no such thing, hon. But you can't, no, carry on with Detective what Hughes, I like. It's not a thing. It's I like thing. what you're doing. <laughs> Nobody understands why she falls for this guy. Um, <laughs> the article didn't say, but I'll tell you right now, not a hottie. Not no. a hottie. Not and torso of the month. No, not torso <laughs> of the month. Not by far. And apparently, by all accounts, he was the least charismatic guy around and you just go, Barbara, what are you doing, Barbara? Window, yeah. Yeah. I bet he was coercively guy. controlling. <laughs> no, he had a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's no be clear. guy called Peter has Let's be ever clear. had he's a called, big dick. No, he's Sorry, called Peter. Peter if you're in. He's called Peter, he has to have a big dick. <laughs> that is what happens when you're called Peter or Eugene, you're either good at giving head or you've got a big dick. <laughs> I've done my research. <laughs> I fucked a few Peters, I know. <laughs> big dicks. He's got a big dick. Next question. <laughs> Let the record show that London Hughes is the only guest that we've asked back twice. <laughs> <laughs> and there's good reason it's for that. It's backed by popular demand. Backed by popular <laughs> We get tweets all the time, they're like, can you have London Hughes on all the time? And we're like, no, we can't afford her. <laughs> We'd love to. So they marry young and they start doing their own little Bonnie and Clyde thing. They're stealing. Oh, really? They're into drugs. Yeah. Ooh, but police. she's so pretty. But she's <laughs> <laughs> it's what? Such a pretty no. people do bad things. <laughs> <laughs> police once chased them in a car and observed Barbara and Peter switch places while the car was going 40 miles per hour because Peter's license had been revoked. Ooh. That is so hot. It's so it awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome until you learn that Barbara then ran the car into a pole. <laughs> oh. know, she fucked up that maneuver. She really did. <laughs> Woo, we did it, Peter. <laughs> and then they got caught. Oh, women are shit. They married. <laughs> Driving, at driving, everything else also. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's a great driving. At driving. 
Yeah. Everything else, great. No, specifying it makes it less sexist. They marry, you're refreshing, I like it. They marry young and they, I already read that line. Okay, so they're involved. <laughs> Woodrow Wilson! <laughs> so they're into a lot of local criminal activity. This is a tiny, sleepy town. They're known to the police and they're involved with some of the other characters in the town who become the suspects in the murder case. So let's meet our players. <laughs> We've got two, a couple who have the name that I just love the most, Willard and Bertha Belcher. Oh, <laughs> stop! <laughs> Wilder... It, 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 it was them. It was them. Case closed. This lady has solved it. <laughs> Shit, and Willard was known as the Nutcase. That's so sad. Okay, that's quite a damning nickname. It's a damning nickname. <laughs> if you were called Willard Belcher and you wasn't a Nutcase, it would be... <laughs> It would be disappointing. Yeah, that's true. Like my financial advisor, Willard, Willard Belcher. Belcher. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make up for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they were involved in a lot of theft and selling counterfeit goods. Bertha, Bertha Belcher, <laughs> oh, that's great. was at the age of 70, a local prostitute. <gasps> And she's a nutcase. <laughs> no, no, Willard is a nutcase. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, she's definitely still a <laughs> nutcase. <laughs> Fine. Nah, but you know what? Get it while you can, innit? Bertha. <laughs> I think Bertha's gonna grow on you. Just, just hold on. Bertha catered to the older gentlemen of the town. Of course, she was 70. Police. <laughs> she's not fucking a young dude, is she? <laughs> she could be. Police who were involved Someone in this. just went Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Police who were involved in a sting operation later testified that they would overhear her phone calls with her clients, most of whom were also in their 70s, and they would often complain about various physical ailments and impotence. Stop. Yeah, so what? she was kind of a listening ear so more than anything. They were paying so they to listen to them talk about how they couldn't get it up. Oh, tell yeah. me about that knee again. Oh. Tell, me about, tell me about that jippy knee. <laughs> I want to hear oh. it. Tony Blair knows Bertha Belcher. Don't talk about my mouth. No, like that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's so hard not to because all I see is the mouth. Listen, <laughs> like, we talk about his torso, but I'm like, mouth, mouth. What's wrong with his mouth? <laughs> no, have you got a problem? What's no, problem? I've got <laughs> no. Taylor, what's the problem? Beautiful dentistry. Okay, let's. <laughs> Okay, that's that's a low blow for a war criminal. <coughs> okay. Bertha! Hey, Liv, we're gonna be real. We're gonna talk about war criminals, bruv. There's war criminals in the UK bigger than Tony Blair. Don't oh, I come know. for my Look, babes. <laughs> Don't come for him. I'm just jealous that you sat on his lap. It's okay, fine. Cool. <laughs> okay, I was... <laughs> I, I feel I'm like sorry, my brother just went at 11. Listen! <laughs> no, it's cool. Bertha was a bit of a ringleader. Come on, let's hear about Bertha. It was rumored <laughs> that she was behind the Egan killings and had disposed of the clothes and the weapons on the night of the murder. What? They had very little on Willard, however. Sorry, was the dog wearing a little jacket? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, oh, I just wanted to know more about Why that. Why was Bertha like, hooked to the well, crime? Yeah, yeah what? Well, yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> In it. <laughs> well, some people testified against her that she was the ringleader. But why? Because she was a prostitute. Yeah, what's, Just because her lips are loose. for killing the... 
Jump in. Guys, we're on page three. We're literally never going to get through this. Okay. <laughs> but it's not Bertha's fault. They always blame the slag. She's living her life. We've got one chance at this. Jump in. She's living her best Bertha Belcher life. Exactly. <laughs> one of the other suspects is James Pickett. A divorced father and notably an abusive one who is friends with... Somebody went, yep. There was him. Jimmy Pickett. Definitely. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. He was friends with the Egans, and he had been seen with them the day of the murder. And the final suspect is Joe Leone. Now, Joe Ooh. was well-known in the town because he was the son of Anthony Leone, an Italian immigrant who was a bit of a legend because he was a prize fighter known as Kid Sullivan. <laughs> Bless I feel him. like <laughs> when your name is already Tony Leone, like Kid, Kid Sullivan, Sullivan's a down, it's down <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's ironic, like Mike Tyson. <laughs> um, Joe had also been seen with the Egans the night of the murder, and according to Pickett, Joe had told him that he had to be killed before he ratted them all out. Pickett claims that he thought he was joking and says that he didn't learn of the murder until the day after. All four are eventually arrested on various charges, but how many actually are tried for the murder of the Egans? Oh, these four suspects. So all four questions. Nutcase Willard. Nutcase Willard. <laughs> we've got Slaggy Bertha. <laughs> Slaggy Bertha. And we've got who else? Pickett. The father, abusive James father. Abusive father. No. And we've got Joey Leone, son of Kid, Kid Sullivan. Sullivan. <laughs> so, it out. so it sounds like less than four of them were actually charged. True. Um, I reckon they charged Bertha because like sexism and that. <laughs> they yeah. Was, yeah, I, I feel like London, they tried yeah. to. I think it might right. be. I, yeah. I feel like they should have charged the abusive father. Father, because yeah. he's got previous. I suppose they've all got previous. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's the last person. The last person. Who? The Kid Kid A. Hannah George. Kid, Kid A. Joe yeah, Leon. I think it's the boxer dude. Is he a boxer? Yeah. Prize fighter? Is that boxer? Son of a boxer. Son of a boxer. Joey Leon son of a boxer. Was a boxer's son. I think it's the motherfucking son of a boxer. <laughs> it's the son of a boxer. <laughs> Yay! Did I get it right? Yes. 
What, just him? Hey, Detective George. Only him got tried. They're all arrested, but there's insufficient evidence to convict the Belchers. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so charges are dropped. James Pickett is granted immunity because he complies with the officers and divulges some snitch. information. Snitch! Snitch! Yeah. Pickett snitch. He says that he was home at the time of the murder and that Joe had invited him to the killing, but that he had declined. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> because people yeah, invite what? you to killing. Hey, listen, I've got a killing at four. You come in. <laughs> oh, yeah, babes. I'm going to go to a barbecue. I'll meet you at the killing. That doesn't happen. <laughs> Who fucking invites people to killings? <laughs> it's shit. Pickett did it, the dickhead. Yeah. He did it. This is how I feel about every New Year's Eve, though. I'm like, no. <laughs> do you want to come kill somebody? I'm like, I know that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I just want to stay home and play it's Scrabble on like my phone. like no parking where you There's have no to kill that person. no parking for the killing. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pickett right. did it because he, he sounds snitchy. Okay. Yeah, like Team Pickett did it. Yeah. I like how you're thinking. Joe, it turns out, has a motive for the murder. Oh, okay. What's the Egans had broken into his father's home. Uh, Imagine breaking into Kit Sullivan's house. Uh, okay. Did broken. he have a Tony Blair poster? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I had a touchy subject. You're bringing it up like it's a joke. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry. It's a joke. <laughs> I don't want to, like... I'll just finally fall out. <laughs> Over Blair. fucking Tony yeah. Blair. Why'd you never speak to London again? Fucking Tony Blair. Tony Blair. She went yeah. too far. <laughs> Bless him. So the right, Egans sorry. had broken into uh, Anthony Leon's home, stolen a family heirloom diamond ring and 760 bucks. Oh, cash. shit, no. Yeah. Stupid move. Okay, really yeah. Stupid move to rob your dad's prize fighting. They I mean, saw what? They saw what? dad's prize fighting. A family heirloom and what? Family heirloom diamond ring and seven hundred sixty dollars in cash. Oh shit, that's a lot of money back in them days as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Like millions. Oh no. shit, why they do that then? <laughs> <laughs> they were not the smartest criminals, is what we can sort of deduce. So okay. during the during the trial, mm -hmm. I'm throw this out there. This I. Can I just say, I don't want you to feel too bad for me, but I read, I don't know why I did this on this case, I read a 1,400 page book <laughs> on this case. I know everything about this fucking case, and then I had to distill it down. I'm like, London's gonna be with us, we need some time <laughs> for Gotta break it down! Gotta break it down for London! And I, ju I just, I feel like I've suffered more than any of the victims. <laughs> in a way. <laughs> It's okay. Anyway. It's great. You're suffering for your So art. during the trial, someone who shared a cell with Joe Leon says that Joe confessed to all three murders while Ooh, he was in prison. Can you trust a criminal in prison? Can you I trust don't him? Know. Yeah, is he like People trying to bargain shit. to get out? There's yeah. nothing to do in prison but chat shit. Mm. <laughs> so you're going to chat shit from time to time. So <laughs> it was a little, it was like a Shawshank moment. Isn't mm. it? Yeah. So my question is, is Joe found guilty? I'm going to say... Did the warden come and shoot the guy that said it? Ooh, that, that would be... That yeah. would be very Shawshank. I'm going to say he's not found guilty. Ooh. If he was found guilty, the, the crime would be solved. We wouldn't be here drunk solving it. <laughs> and like, they were thinking about us, weren't they? They really <laughs> were. The Joe so. as well is like, he's too powerful. Like, his dad is rich. They're not going to send down rich little Joey, are they? Mm. So do you think they had the state defense attorney? It might be they hired They lawyered up. I feel nice. like they were giving head to the police. <laughs>
So guys, the okay. trial goes on for months, and it is a circus. Um, Leon's defense lawyer, who they have hired, they have enough money to get a private lawyer, has a connection to a very famous defense lawyer who had at this point defended the Boston Strangler. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. Is it the Boston part? It's the Boston part. It's Boston. Why was he the Boston Strangler? To the strangler. He's just a Strangler. <laughs> Jeremy, don't pick it up for the area. He just strangles. <laughs> like, is there other stranglers? Is that why he had to take the bus to walk? Because there's, you know, the Mississippi strangler. He's just a strangler. <laughs> it is true, though, with, like, serial killers, when you give them kind of slightly yeah, sexy names. Yeah. Don't give him like, the no, Boston bit. Call him, like, the Boston man hand round neck. Like, yeah. call him something very, You very are a strangler. Yeah, just strangler. Just strangler. Fine. I don't think there's many. I don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the minute you realise you know one, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> like I like Derek, but he's a strangler. <laughs> like don't don't get out with him. He just strangles. Like don't. Can I get his number? That's <laughs> kind of hot. Okay, sorry. Carry on. So this very famous lawyer goes on later to defend Patty Hearst and O.J. Simpson. I knew it. Oh, oh my God, in my brain, I went O.J. Simpson. Do you know the name of the lawyer? Do you but I didn't want it to be a black thing <laughs> again. So I didn't say anything. I watched the whole thing, the whole thing with the Ross from Friends and his name is... Kardashian. Yeah, Robert Kardashian. Oh, no, 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 no. Not the other guy. guy. He's, um, Don, he's Don, is it Don something? He's got crazy hair. <clears throat> Johnny yes! Cochran! Johnny Very Cochran. good guess, but it's the other one. Oh. Robert Kardashian. Oh, the Marsha's thingy. F. Lee Bailey. Oh. oh. Ooh. Look at life. Okay. <laughs> F. Lee Bailey. Oh. <laughs> London just fell, but it's fine. We've dealt with this before. Come here. F. Lee Bailey <laughs> rocks up in his Learjet. In this right. tiny town, he rocks up in his Learjet <laughs> and he serves as a witness to the prosecution. The prosecution's case is decimated by his testimony. Um, so F. Lee Bailey pick. gets all the evidence from the sting operations thrown out, <laughs> including Willard Belcher, who... So, okay. no, can you reverse what you said and go from the beginning of that? Well, right back to the start, so there were three people in a car. The trial of... They'd <laughs> done this sting operation where they'd been listening in on all of these people. And Willard Belcher, they had a little bit on him, but apparently he would talk about it and they thought he was talking about the crime, but he would use different words other than, like, gunshot. He would go, like, boom, bang. Because <laughs> he was a nutcase. Man, well, he was Seriously. using onomatopoeia. Yeah. <laughs> instead of the legit thing. Yeah, I like, like him. <laughs> I went out on New Year's Eve, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. With the bam, Sopranos, bam. never say anything incriminating in case they're being recorded. So it's like, oh, our friend, the mechanic. Yeah. Instead really? of, yeah. it's like, yeah. So it's like him saying bang, bang. It's like, he knows. <laughs> he could be being yeah, recorded. Why would you do that unless you had something to hide? Yeah. Hunt? But Bailey gets this all chucked out. He gets loads of stuff suppressed from the trial. Um, and in addition, a member of the jury and three wives of jurors receive a phone call uh -oh. from a male speaking in an accent saying, and let's pick which Le accent we I want it to be Uzbekistan. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, go on. I reckon Take it away, Taylor. It. Go on, babe. <laughs> Uzbekistan, go on, babe. Okay. 
gone. It's all right, because I'm the only black person here, so I can you. say whether it's racist or not, and it's not. So, <laughs> off we go. Gone. If U- Uzbekistan. Gone. If Julian is found guilty. <laughs> ah, it's good, it's a good attempt. If Julian is found guilty, you're dead. You just did ah. your taken terrorist accent, innit? <laughs> just like, good luck. <laughs> like it's taken. To be honest, so I basically, jury tampering, jury tampering. Jury tampering is going on. Do now you know I was on a jury not long ago, like last year. Did you get year. a phone call? Oh. I got fuck all phone calls. <laughs> I was like, oh, I cannot wait I to have get a question. A <laughs> How did you get on the jury? Did they write you a letter? They literally just wrote me a letter and it said court summons. And I was like, what the fuck about that? Oh, <laughs> and, Turns out, just my civic duty, <laughs> and um, yeah, and I just went and did. But it was on the Isle of Wight, and it was like it was just bullshit. Did they pay for your hotel accommodation? I lived there, so. Oh. And it was like bloody mum and dad did, didn't they? <laughs> so oh. uh, yeah. Did you but have to go then? I did, but because I'm freelance as well, I managed to get them to pay me what I would have earned. Come on. Nice. And also, someone was out of work. So. <laughs> A very good week for old Hannah yes. George. <laughs> my, my accountant was like, this was a very good week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was jury duty. Uh, <laughs> I Sorry. love that. Oh, I want jury duty. It's fun, it is fun. Is it? Yeah, you have to take it serious though. Is it proper like, did you send the man to death or not? <laughs> or was it? I mean, yes, on the Isle of Wight, we do still give the death penalty, <laughs> so you're correct, but... Um, Isle, of, Isle of Wight is racist as fuck, not gonna lie. Oh, I heard you talk about the Isle it's of Wight. No, goddamn racist. I know, uh, do you know what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Isle of Wight, Shanklin, oh, no Shanklin. Mate, mate, I do. Goddamn racism. I know, Racism! I know. It's horrible. I, I mean, wanted to horrible. punch everyone individually. And you should have done. I didn't, because I had to get arrested and shot. <laughs> I didn't do it. This woman, me and my boyfriend, because I have a Caucasian, I had a Caucasian boyfriend at the time, because I'm cultured, and um, I like white dick occasionally. And what happened was, I was dating him. We went to Isle of Wight, and this woman in the restaurant with us moved tables because she didn't like the interracial nurse. Wow! I mean, and then complained. Had the cheek to complain. <gasps> she complained. She complained. Holy and was like, hell. I'm gonna have to move because there's too much interracial love <gasps> here. Yeah, your people, mate. I, I apologise. <laughs> like, oh, I know, innit? That was actually the court case I did. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she went down. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Taylor, I realised. Sorry, so we went sorry. on a tangent. No, that's sorry, okay. Go on. Yeah. I'm so glad there's no, Actually, there's no racism we in have... my country. Yeah, okay. no. <laughs> no. Carry on, there's no, no history. No, no history, no. or anything like that. So they, <laughs> obviously they report this, they investigate it. What does the judge rule on this uh, I think temper? he goes free. I don't think the judge cares about the jury tempering. You are absolutely correct. Wow, I didn't want to be. He rules that the jury is not affected by these threats. Wow. So they move forward with the verdict. What is the verdict? Not guilty. Not, not guilty. Guilty, Joe Leon goes free. But notably, the case was so complicated that the judge spent 81 minutes explaining it to the jury before they did Hold on, but was wow. it a do judge? If yes. it was a man judge? He was just <laughs> mansplaining. Yeah. He just liked the sound yes, of his own voice. But his name was yep. CJ Creamer. Oh, thank you. Oh! <laughs> so great. Shot a dick. CJ. <laughs> CJ Creamer. Seriously, doesn't it sound no, like no, a no, Simpsons no, no, prank no, no. call? Stop. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. I'm too. Is there a CJ Creamer? Stop. 
Yeah. You Stop. would just hurry things along, wouldn't you? Oh, my God. Uh, so Joe goes free. Uh. Joe goes free. Are we shocked? No. Fast forward to <laughs> 2013. A resident of this small town remembers that Joe Leone used to deliver bread in a truck and give the kids free stuff. He fondly remembers Joe Leone giving pastries to the kids. This isn't actually supposed to be creepy. It's supposed to be sort of like... Yeah, no, that's, that's creepy. That's creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> that's, I don't want but my kid getting free But one day Joe doesn't pastry. show up, and this kid remembers that Joe doesn't show up that day. So this kid, he grows <laughs> up and decides to investigate the murder of his hometown. Um, Does he do a podcast about it? Probably. No, this kid ain't, this kid ain't <laughs> got no friends. He writes the 1,400 fucking page book that I read <laughs> to do this. No, the author of this book lands an interview with James Pickett. Oh! Yeah, who had been granted immunity. James says that he's not thought of the murder for decades. Chatting why shit. would you? Yeah. Chatting so much shit. At the <laughs> yeah. Chatting shit. But when he speaks of the case, he can only say he and she instead of Peter and Barbara. He can't bring himself to say the names in this interview. Ooh, um, weird. He's acting very strange in oh the interview. Oh my God, it's so him. The interview to the crime. How long ago had it been? 50 years? More? Yeah. 60 years? Oh, maybe he couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. I love it. He's guilty. No, he's but just. He's just going, remember, Alzheimer's is real. <laughs> <laughs> he could have had it. No. No? No, London, no. <laughs> oh. So the author speaks to James Pickett. He can't bring himself to say the names of the victims. He still maintains his innocence and says that he was home, but he's caught in a lie by Ooh. the author who finds <gasps> evidence from his family, his daughter. Wow. And he actually was away the night of the killing and after what a shitty daughter wait yeah <laughs> hold on oh, how did he get evidence well, he's, he's fucking a, the daughter he's a bad dad though isn't he <laughs> did he smash that the daughter? daughter's gonna be like fuck you taylor did he smash the daughter the daughter had been abused which she had disclosed uh, so that is disgusting quote unquote he said it felt really good to unburden myself uh, and then he <laughs> dies two weeks later Oh my oh, wow. God. Wow. It's like he th like they were he was keeping himself alive to, to commit confess. that shit. Yeah. And then he was like, fuck it, I might as well die. Wow. But he didn't even admit it. Um Ooh. but a lot of sources say that although Bertha might have been the ringleader of this whole crime, that James was there <laughs> yeah. the night of the murder and witnessed to all of it and he wasn't the Pekingese dog. Mm. Did they ever get the Pekingese dog to just sniff everyone to be like, yeah, it was this one? <laughs> Do you know what? This is really sad. Um, I was going to leave this out, but they. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Hannah loves dogs before you say any more. Okay. Oh, fuck. What happened? We all love dogs. We're British. They wanted to put <laughs> the suspects in front of the dog so that <laughs> to see if the dog would respond. That's amazing. Yeah, but were oh. the they all naked and just got out of the shower? <laughs> <laughs> just like, mm. No, that's just your <laughs> dog's dog, unhappy face. <laughs> just your dog. The murderer oh. killed the dog. No, the dog. The dog got hit by a car two weeks after. Shut in shit. Oh really? Can we like find out who accident? did that? Let's do well, let's that's, go. That's who the killed the dog? I'm more careful about pick that. It, pick it. killed the dog. I think. What a way to take out a witness. Do you know what? <laughs> wow. The moral of this story is stay home on New Year's Eve. It's so <laughs> overrated. Stuff can no, happen. But no, but no. Taylor hasn't been invited anywhere again. I haven't. So. I have <laughs> no <laughs> plans. So if anybody would like to, just once, I'd like to go somewhere. Anyone at all, genuinely, in this audience, <laughs> would like to invite <laughs> Taylor. No, but I feel it. like we haven't solved this crime. Like, 
Williamsburg is so London, it. who do you think did it? I, I don't know. Because I thought James did it. But now I'm like, he might as well have admitted it if he was going to die. Do mm. I mean? Yeah. I, th- I think he did it. You still think he did it? Yeah, I mean, although it does look like Joe did it and then did witness tempering. But he could have done witness tempering to get out of going to prison. Interesting. Like, he could have been innocent or guilty and still done witness tempering. Mm. Who do you think did it, babe? True. The Pekingese. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be, I have a lot of, yeah. I think dogs are incredible. <laughs> I think, you know, yeah, I think it was probably the dog, wasn't it? And, okay, we've solved it. It was the dog! It was the dog! Someone's just looked at the clock. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, well, we've right. got an audience crime to solve. I think it might be this one because it's got a Christmassy theme. Oh, Taylor. okay. Oh, or unless the Christmas person wants to come and read it out because that's what we do, isn't it? Yeah, it wait, wait, where it? am I? <laughs> uh, we need somebody who... Uh, brother I think was it was these two here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was it this lady? Come on up there! Hello. Um, so I'm Claire. I'm from Canada. Um, my story is about Santa Claus, Christmas theme. Um, not really a crime, but kind of. I'll let you guys decide. Um, it has to do with my brother. So if he listens to this, then I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he was 13 years old, and he was in English class. And the English teacher said, okay, today everybody is writing an essay. And you have to argue, you pick a side, argue, is it okay to lie to your kids about Santa Claus? (laughs) And my brother goes, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's 13, 13. (laughs) So he he comes home and is like, mom, like Santa's not real. And I just found out in front of all of my grade nine class. Oh man, that is so heartbreaking. Yeah, so I mean, who's guilty here? Is it mom? Is it the teacher? Is it the school system? We don't know. This I, don't, is a I, very ca- good I kind of love that your brother was such a young 13 year old. Yeah. That's kind there of really go. nice. How old is he now? I'm gonna go 20. You're, hi- you're hiding his okay. identity now, right? And Tooth Fairy, where does he stand? I found oh, out. Thank, you. thank you so much. We'll find out. We'll find yeah. out. And also, you get like. Oh, yeah. The you get the. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Alcohol gets a cheer. I oh. found out about the Tooth Fairy Go on. watching Michael Barrymore. Oh. oh. Yeah. Because Michael Barrymore made a joke about the Tooth Fairy not being real. I was <gasps> like, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> What I ripped him down from my wall. What do you <laughs> I don't like all old white guys, just particular <laughs> old white guys. Michael Barrymore was not on the list, although Go on. Prince Charles. No. No, no, you lot, don't, don't be judgy. Why are you judging? Don't be judgy. <laughs> Prince Charles told me that I was way too pretty to be a comedian and I could have sucked <gasps> his dick right there and then. What? Prince Charles said that Mr. to you? Mr. Prince Charles. That's Mr. Actual Prince Charles. The thing is though, that is benevolent sexism. It is, it's but I will take it. Like but that's what they call okay. it when you're like, oh, you're too pretty so to do a thing. Like, you like sexist remarks and bad teeth. It's <laughs> official. It's official. I know I like power. <laughs> <laughs> This is what we've established. Prime Minister, Prince Charles, power. But yeah, Prince Charles. I hope Charles. that helps. No. <laughs> I think it's that the school was wrong. Could you need to 
In yeah. this day and age, you can't just be willy-nilly throwing out all these stories about Santa. You've got to break it down. Some people might still believe. Yeah, yeah. And it's nice. I think it's really... I mean, I hope no children listen to this, not just for this section, <laughs> but, you know, for more The whole than thing. That. The whole <laughs> fucking thing, please. If you're listening now, little Timmy, fuck <laughs> off, Timmy. this is not for you. Yeah. Although, uh, if um, I ever have kids, I'm going to let a bitch know that I bought them our fucking presents. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I bought that shit! Not Santa, it was me. <laughs> two jobs, like two jobs. <laughs> me, I'm not making some fat white man take the credit. It was me. <laughs> I bought that shit. <laughs> Fuck all that. My I'm kids will know. It was me. I feel like that is the best way to end this podcast. It really is. Thank you so much. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.